The Rebrand Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. In each episode, you'll hear an earful of brilliance from a marketer who has brought an iconic brand to life. Ready to hear the secrets and untold stories behind the brands you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the rebrand. Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of OH Partners, Scott Harkey. All right, welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, where we tell the untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers who built them. I'm your host and founder of OH Partners, Scott Harkey. And today we're going to hear about how you need to have an effective call to action in campaigns or SEO. Joining us is Dimitri Kostov, who's the marketing director at RegX SEO, which is a digital marketing agency breaking away from restrictive service plans to fully developing custom strategies. The SEO company offers comprehensive array of professional SEO campaigns and services tailor-made to help business achieve online success. And today, Dimitri and I are going to discuss Dignity Memorial Send Flowers button, Okay, here's my conversation with Dimitri, marketing director at RegX SEO. All right, man, tell me about, we've always seen the send flower button. Uh, you immediately caught my interest as this is campaign driven, but also thinking about SEO. Can you walk us through that campaign of the send flowers button and, and how that was successful for uh, Dignity Memorial? Yeah, so I had a pleasure to work with Dignity Memorial folks to help them rebuild the website make sure it's all SEO optimized and uh, ranks well and all of that stuff. And one of the questions that we had was, well, great rankings are a good thing. And if people, if people go to the websites, then read articles, all of that is good. And they will become at some point some kind of customer or a lead of some sort. And one of the questions was, well, we have so much content marketing material on the website and there is a lot of visits but far not everybody becomes a lead and for folks who don't know dignity memorial is one of the i think they might be the largest in the world funeral service provider so they uh, help folks with uh, if you had uh, somebody passed away and all that stuff so one of the questions was okay if you have hundred thousand users visiting in a month, or I think there was actually even more than that, uh, far not everybody is going to be looking for the service. So how can we capitalize on that traffic? And a goal of good marketer, of good even SEO, really, no matter what kind of marketer you are, is not just about driving more traffic to the website or having good rankings for certain keywords, and that's it. The main point, in my mind, in my opinion, is ability to provide advice at the very least, or actually fulfill it. The How do you convert that traffic? 
into revenue because that's what business is all about. And doesn't matter if you have great rankings and get a million users going to your website a day, but you can't capitalize on that. What's the point? So with uh, Dignity Memorial, one of the things that we noticed was, hey, we can add a button that is going to be really affiliate button to send flowers for to somebody's funeral. If uh, you know one of the, your friends or somebody else in another state died and you can't visit, all you do is just send flowers. And we did an affiliate link to the, I think it was 1-800-Flowers.com. And everybody, every time somebody purchases a flower, then Dignity Memorial would get a commission. And that button brought in millions of dollars, millions of dollars in revenue, which was quite shocking, unexpected. But that's one of the things is just uh, thinking about SEO, not as a rankings tool, rankings activity or improving rankings activity, but organic revenue generation channel. And that's what I prefer to call it because SEO does have that kind of like a snails, uh, snails. Yeah, like all the but That is badass. So, I mean, of course, once the blocking and tackling is done where you're, you're ranking them in the right areas quickly, you found what I would call a tech utility opportunity for their customers and you service the need for customers and made them happy, made them have a great user experience, but also created a revenue stream. That's a, right. that's a badass campaign and almost kind of a left turn. You caught my eye on something you're doing. And I think SEO gets a bad name sometimes in the industry. Mm-hmm. And I think we've, at least for me, I've, I've, I've worked with some companies that do a great job and other companies that don't. Help our marketers understand how to really think about an effective SEO strategy. Whew, uh, that's quite a loaded, loaded question. question. Let's just start <laughs> yeah. off heavy. Or just tell us about you know <laughs> what you're doing um, yeah, for, for SEO and some successes you've had and, and how we should really be thinking about it. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, SEO does get that, or it, it used to have a pretty bad name, pretty bad rep from back in the day, whenever SEO was kind of a, all magic and nobody understood what it is, how it works, and the strategies were all over the place. There were a lot of people who were, in a sense, just scamming people. So there was this connotation of SEO means snake oil salespeople. Nowadays, not at all. Search engine optimization, that's what SEO stands for, is a way to get your website to show up higher in search results on Google or any other search engine. And if you understand, if you truly understand what Google or any search engine is trying to do, then you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to come up with any of those black hat or gray hat techniques. And when you really condense it, what is the purpose? What does Google want? They want people to use their search engine, use it more and more and more, find the best results that provide answers for whatever question they're typing in, And that's it. So the goal of Google is to provide the best answer. And that's when you can kind of start deviating into multiple different things. So whenever you just condense it to that point, it becomes fairly simple to follow the proper strategies and not 
kind of uh, go after black hat techniques or anything else. And uh, one of the points in your question was, well, kind of like uh, what's a proper SEO strategy or what is the best way to approach SEO for maybe business owners there or starter marketers? It is the way of providing an answers in whichever form could be video content, written content, even just experience content to as an uh, to providing those answers to whatever questions you can answer as an authority in your industry. That's it. And uh, I'm sure you can you have a lot of follow-ups and we can talk about that. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it, make, it makes sense. And that's really helped me as a marketer over the years simplify SEO as really just providing Google's customer what they're asking for and how to make it as relevant as possible. How's the site load on time? How's the information fast and relevant? So I agree with you and how you simplify really the art behind good search engine optimization strategy. One thing just I keep thinking about is from a ranking standpoint, how, how quickly, if you're doing things right, should you be ranking for the key terms? And obviously, they were, they're a large player in the industry, so they, they certainly had some brand advantage and some awareness advantage. Did that take away from the ranking by doing this flower thing or, or no, not at all. was time on site less? And, and how long should ranking happen? I just have so many questions, I guess. So maybe start with like, how long, yeah, did, here how long did it take you to get them ranking in the right direction? And then creating a great utility and revenue stream, it's definitely not their core business. Did that take away from any of the rankings? I guess that kind of came to mind, but what a great utility. Yeah. No, it's two different things. Rankings are, are the traffic generation. Rankings, they produce traffic and then whatever you need to do with the traffic to convert into revenue. And Send Flowers was just basically a very good idea. I can't take all of the credit. It was a team of us working on all of that. And uh, the idea was, well, even after we we have all of these great rankings and a lot of great organic revenue or whatever, other revenue, how do we convert that traffic into revenue. So the question was, there are two different questions. (laughs) How do we create great call to action that helps users, that provides value, that makes or helps business thrive? And then the second second question, second thing, second theme, theme is how to get the rankings in the first place and uh, again, our SEO, organic search, organic channel is one of the channels, right? So we're not talking about only organic stuff, bringing people to the website. There's paid media, there's social, then so on and so on and so on. So yeah, two different, hmm. two different lines of the story for sure. So I love this. Give me an idea how big your company is, like how big is, is where are you guys based and how big a company are? Because like I said, I... I think we've all been markers and got that email about ranking. You, you know, you guys are doing real things with real brands. Could we get an idea of kind of just a little more about the company? Yeah, uh, we're still a fairly small company. Uh, we had a very good year, 2022. We doubled in size. We are about to hire our 30th person on the team. But whenever I was working with Dignity Memorial, it was... Three people. Oh, I, I love think. it. What yeah, a success story. You guys are obviously doing damn <laughs> yeah. good work. I'm going to keep rifling questions. I, sorry, I, you know, just so many, so much curiosity. 
What do you think, and I hear you on the two different questions from creating a, a revenue utility opportunity, but also having a good engagement and, and, and providing the right information for their core audiences, I think what I heard. But what do you think is one of the biggest mistakes that people make in SEO? Or what's a few that come to mind where, where people get led astray? Are you talking about the marketers or SEO folks or business owners? Let's talk about the marketers first. Are they are they focused on their... A lot of times I, I see people focused on the wrong metrics, uh, whether that's social or, or yeah. SEO or ad campaigns. You know, what do, what do you see from your point of view that where marketers are, are making mistakes? Yeah, I kind of... Uh, I tried to lead you in a trick question. It doesn't matter. Uh, either you're talking about marketers or business owners, the biggest... First thing, the, the biggest mistake that a lot of folks do is just not tracking data, not gathering data. And I have a whole slew of uh, podcasts and uh, articles out there talking about that stuff. But the main thing is this how can you, as a business owner, or how can you, as a marketer, make good decisions? track results and understand if whatever the heck you're doing uh, for a client or internal, if you're uh, like a part of the internal team, how can you make sure that what you do is actually resulting in good stuff mm-hmm. in good results? And when I say results, that's kind of a secondary thing that we actually mentioned, correct metrics. Uh, so first, you have to make sure that you track everything and track it throughout the whole user journey process. From the very first interaction, whatever that is, either it could be a visit to the website or a search specific word, keyword, to the lead, to the visit on the website, to uh, like a lead in CRM. And then if that gets transformed into qualified lead and if that gets transformed into sales and how much revenue, and then even past that, think about lifetime customer value Mm -hmm. if you are in one of those industries. And you have to be able to track that journey every single touch point, no matter in what position you are, either you're a business owner, some kind of marketing director, or just an SEO. You need to be able to go through all of that. Uh, I would say that that's one of the biggest things, and I will not stop preaching about it. And man, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And as a professional service group of ad agencies, you know, I think we have five in our in our portfolio. You and I definitely need to have a, an additional conversation because you know the SEO piece I've been frustrated with at times. But I love what you said because I agree with you that especially now as as we're going more into a cookie-less environment, how do you think about like a CRM? Are you using your own custom CRM using like a HubSpot or a Salesforce? And in terms of the data, you're talking about first-party data, of course. You're talking about customers inside CRM. You're talking about probably time on site. You're talking about everything from a, from a data capture, it sounds like, and thinking about business applications. Is there custom CRM you're using or are you using like a off-the-shelf one that you're, you're customizing? Can you help us understand your tech stack a little bit? Man, we're, I, I think Ben would be proud of us. We're kind of getting into the MarTech uh, podcast a little bit. But that's okay. We need to talk about this shit. Yeah, so depends on... I can work with more or less any CRM out there as long as it provides decent ability to track and record data because usually most of the CRMs have custom fields and you can mm-hmm. put whatever else in there. And uh, we have a good team of developers that can using APIs. That's, that's probably one of my first and the most important requirements for a CRM. 
make sure that it has a good API. Because if it has, you can do whatever you want. You can pull data, you can push data, save it in different ways, redistribute it in different databases, whatever else. Does, does HubSpot and Salesforce fit into that category? Asking for a yeah, uh, Yeah, HubSpot is, has pretty good CRM, okay. and CRM API. I think it's paid, I don't remember. Salesforce, I worked with not that many companies that use Salesforce. It's usually for bigger yeah, like yeah, Mercado, Salesforce, HubSpot's kind of yeah. like, I recommend it for most agencies. Yeah. But this is great. I mean, you're thinking very strategically and when a lot of the SEO firms are very tactically, I mean, almost like as a more of a consultancy role, which I love getting more up the funnel. There. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yes, and it really doesn't matter which one as long as it allows you to record data. And we have custom tools too that allows us to record whatever we feel important, even for us. Like, for example, it might not be important for our client, but it's important for us. Uh, there are ways we can record it. And again, usually it's all done through APIs. So last question, and then what we're going to do is we're going to tease these uh, these points because I think we could spend a lot more time. I know we're going we're gonna to have another podcast going to come out tomorrow. And I love how strategically, again, how you're thinking what are maybe some other lessons learned or anything you want to leave with our brand marketers generally that helps them kind of get maybe in the, even in the right mindset of how they should be thinking of it? Because I don't think a lot of people are thinking pure utility. We're, we're thinking about ranking and we're thinking about AdWords and, and we're, we're thinking about obviously time on site. We're thinking about how many people come to the site. We're, we're thinking about at least general data of who's coming to the site. But this utility move is, is freaking genius. Is there is there anything else like philosophy-wise you could leave us with to make sure we have the right mindset as we're thinking about SEO? Uh, well, that's a fairly deep question. Yeah, I know. That's okay. Yeah. I would say that, uh, again, start thinking about... Unfortunately, a lot of folks, they kind of concentrate on one or two metrics. Mm -hmm. And hey, like, uh, okay, we got your rankings and that's it. My job is done. While some in sometimes it might work, and if you have a great team behind, like if you're working for a client, let's say they have some kind of marketing team or whatever else, and you just fill in one of the spots, then sure, maybe. But for most folks, especially when you work with smaller businesses, you are the whole marketing team. Mm -hmm. So just make sure that you go through entire process. And because think about it like this, a little story time. Let's say you worked with a client for a year and you got them number one rankings for a bunch of good keywords and they have lots of traffic and visits to the website and they don't generate any revenue and they have to close the business. They think those people will leave you a five-star review. Like, yeah, that guy got us every kind of ranking, but we had to close our business down. Like, come on, right? So just get through it to how you actually affect the business. Otherwise, if there is no value, whatever that value is, sometimes it's not financial. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a designer, not a UX person. Look, there, you have to understand how you, as a specialist, positively affect the business. And if you're not, you're going to be on the first wave of uh, layoffs. Yeah. Um, no either internally 
or as, as an external. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, my big takeaway from our conversation is, I think in a lot of ways, great marketing and SEOs included in that and great brand marketing involves matchmaking. And, and when we're at our best, we're matching the right customers with the right people. And that may not be the metrics that are going to show up great on paper, right? It, it, we may be looking at metrics in terms of ranking and total site visits and page views and all that kind of stuff that are vanity metrics. And I think the takeaway I'm hearing from you is really thinking about matching the right people to the right service and providing the right tools and thinking of things a little more holistically in terms of your SEO strategy. And I I love that. So I want to cliffhanger our audience here because we have another episode with you. And so I'm going to keep firing questions, but I'm going to wrap up the episode, episode one here, the rebrand podcast Huge thanks to Dimitri, Marketing Director at RegX SEO. Thanks for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, where Dimitri and I are going to discuss the plumber who chose content marketing gets national attention. Love that. Can't wait to hear about that because I, I know we've all, as brand marketers, we think about this content marketing strategy and what should we do? And it, sometimes it can be overwhelming with the content we could create. But I, I think this case study is going to be great. Uh, if you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Dimitri, you'll find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter where they're at Twitter Digital Spaceman. Visit his company website at regexseo.com. Just one link in our show notes I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to the podcast, head over to rebrandpod.com. We'll have summaries of all of our episodes and our guest contact information. You can hit that subscribe button to our newsletter, or if you want to talk about the most impactful marketing campaign, you can apply to be a guest on our show at the Rebrand Podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is rebrandpod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the good stuff. Or you can uh, reach out to me. I'm on Twitter at SharkyAZ. Or you can find me on Instagram at Scott Hart and all the other social platforms. Big thanks to Ben, our producer, Serge, uh, you the man, our editor. If you haven't subscribed and want daily stream of podcast marketing campaign brilliance, we'll publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be right back in your feed the next business day. I know I'm at the gym and I get my little update and I'm like, all right, here's another one. Let's roll. But that's it for today. But remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand.